I just sit down and not uncommon for an hour, I've put out 2,000 to 2,500 words. Mm. And most of the people like on the Coast Discord are like, let's do a sprint. And then they're like, oh, I typed 400 words. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I'm going to input my word count here. And yeah, it's 2,000 something words. And they're like, holy gosh. And I'm like, sorry. This is the Crit RPG Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything Lit RPG, Progression Fantasy, and Royal Road. Hi and welcome everyone to the Crit RPG Podcast, recorded in the stormy air above Berlin. With me today is Sean Wilson, otherwise known as Dad's Bedtime Stories, otherwise known as Dad Guy Who Writes the Goblin Isekai Story otherwise known as that guy who's on Discord a lot. Hi, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you having me here. Yeah, of course. I threatened you with it at the beginning when I started writing it, uh, started doing the podcast. And well, here you are. Uh, how are you doing? Man, it's, it's a beautiful day in Texas. It's only a hundred and something degrees, but I'm, I'm doing really well. I've, I've enjoyed the podcast for those that have just joined in just because of me. You know, you've missed out on some great content, so go back and listen to it all because it's pretty funny, some of the conversations. I love Jolly and his wife. I mean, it, they've all been great. I could talk about Merchant Crab, then again, no. couldn't we all? And no I've got to get, no. No. get that square checked off of my, my podcast bingo. <laughs> Merchant Crab bingo. Ah, God damn it, host. Yeah, I completely agree. I love having every single single person on here. I could name them all, of course, but you can just go down below and click and listen to all the cool podcasts that I did. And yeah, because people have been telling me I should do this, there's bonus material on Patreon. You should subscribe yes. to my Patreon. So thanks again, Sean, for being here. Subscribe to my Patreon. Um, subscribe, subscribe to his Patreon so I don't have to hear him all the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you probably don't, but because if people subscribe to my Patreon, then people have subscribed to my Patreon and I will be able to actually recoup on costs, which would be nice. Yeah, like I said, there's bonus material. So thank you for listening to that small ad segment. And thank you for playing, Sean. <sighs> you write a story about goblins eating hearts. What's wrong with you? It's my child. I actually blame my 15-year-old child. We watch a lot of anime together. And we always talk about different stories. I shared a little bit in some conversation we've had before. I'm a big family guy. I got six kids. Two of them are adopted. Mm -hmm. We adopted our daughter about uh, 12 years, 13 years ago from Rwanda. And then we adopted our fifth son locally. And I've always loved fantasy mm -hmm. and I've always loved anime and I've always loved mag 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 magna, however you want to say mag manga, manga. There it is. Mm -hmm. Man, they make fun of how I pronounce words sometimes, <laughs> but he was like me and I hate how it's always Somebody gets to be this kick butt, you know, human, or this guy's this kick butt dwarf or this kick butt, you know, he's like, what if it was a bad guy? And I was like, that's really cool. And I was like, what could we do with that? And so we were talking, I was like, what about an orc or a goblin? Well, goblin's weaker. And I was like, yeah, goblin is weaker. And so I kind of played with it some. I was like, how do we level up? And it was like, well, you don't want to just kill people because, you know, you're killing people anyways. And I was like, huh. and so finally I had this idea where I was like, man, what if you ate the heart mm. of the person you killed and that was the the power-up thing and so it really kind of took off 
way better than I intended. I didn't start writing this until April of this year, the end of April. And I posted it in the first week of May. And I didn't even know about Rising Stars. I mean, I didn't really know anything about Royal Road till April. And <laughs> yeah. before I knew it, I actually hit like number seven. And I'm like, holy heck. I mean, like, I didn't even plan for that. I wasn't trying for that. I was just writing the story because I liked it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like 60-something chapters on my Patreon. I'm booked out all the way through September 15th right now on Royal Road. I've already got them all scheduled. I've got about another four or five chapters to edit that are already yeah. done. And so, I mean, I'm loving it. I go through it. I've probably got another 40, 50 more chapters to write. And mm -hmm. so... You know, at some point I'll probably throw it onto Amazon, but I'm loving the story. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this before the podcast, right? It's in the bonus material that you can find on Patreon. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, I, I can't stop doing this. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the greatest ways to support people like yourself or writers that you like is to, to sign up for the Patreon. And I'm going to throw a shout out here, you know, Dungeon Diver, uh, mm. Johnny Monsters Tower. I actually paid money to a guy on the same Discord as me <laughs> to read ahead of the stories. And I yep. give him grief every day. I'm like, dude, where's some more content? I'm like, come on, man. So you heard I, it here I first. Do, yeah. Kay is a very cheap person who doesn't even give free stuff to his friends. So you should totally subscribe to his Patreon. No, seriously, it's a really good story. I said it before. I will say it again. It really picks up after chapter 60. Yeah. So suddenly everything just goes through the roof. And yeah, we spoke about it before. Both you and Kay write a lot of words each day. I think K's at like 4,000 words, you're averaging at 6,900 every day you write. And we talked about how that rapidly increases the quality of your stuff, even though you're maybe not planning for it. So I'm blessed with typing skills. In college, I typed about 21,000 keystrokes an hour when I had a data entry job until I realized I got paid the same amount as the guy that typed 9,000. And then I Took it down to about 11,000. But I type really fast and my brain works really weird. I can just kind of write it out. Now, it's not perfect. And like we talked about before, I'm getting better at my writing skills the more I write. But I really do, man. I just sit down and not uncommon for in an hour, I've put out 2,000 to 2,500 words. Mm. And most of the people like on the Coast Discord are like, let's do a sprint. And then they're like, oh, I type 400 words. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to input my word count here and yeah, it's 2000 something words and they're like, holy gosh. And I'm like, sorry. Yeah. It's whenever you're part of a sprint, you know, you're not going to be first because Sean is writing again. It, we have this joke on the crit RPG discord where we have the word count flexing chat. And I've been tempted to rename it the Sean suplexes people chat because you're just through the root. Yeah, and I enjoy it. Like, I took this week off from my Goblin story that I've been writing because I'm starting a new Dragon story I'm going to release on Royal Road when I get to about 35 chapters. And I'm... So tomorrow. 15, 15 16, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm 15 or 16 chapters in. But, you know, I think this week I've gone from chapter 9 to chapter 15, which means that's like six chapters at 2,000 words on average. So, you know, I've, I've put out a fair amount of work. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I really mean it when I say that, like you're a really prolific writer. So you write a lot and that is not a bad thing. You said yourself, like you didn't start writing stories since August, August of last year. Yeah. Until August last year. And for that, I think your quality is amazing. 
they're comparing that to, to the first stories that I wrote. Oh my God, I still have them and I cringe every time I read them. But yeah, that being said, and I mean, I'm not trying to brown owls here, but I think you're coming across as a super chill dude in general, and you're out there flexing your word count. But at the same time, you have this, you have this thing. So on Crit RPG and on Kote, you always come on and ask like, hey, can someone help me with this? Can someone help me with that? And that sense of humility, even though you have been on Rising Stars, you have already published, I think, three novels or something. That sense of humility and to have that and all these achievements, that is very rare. And that means, in my perspective at least, if you keep that, you will go very far. I appreciate it. I mean, I really felt, I love reading. And on a good day for me is just reading. And mm -hmm. like when I was on vacation in Mexico with my family, I think I read like three books because I'm mm -hmm. sitting on the beach or on the top of the boat. And it's just like, man, it's great. And so I love to read and I'm amazed at how many gifted readers there are. And so like on Royal Road, it's like a smorgasbord of all you can eat good stuff. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, I've got five different stories I'm following. I'm like, oh, I wish they would update more chapters. And I'm always trying to learn from how they write, how they describe the words they use. Like we mentioned you teaching me about strong verbs and weak mm -hmm. verbs. I realize that I'm not the greatest writer mm -hmm. and I want to be better so that people enjoy the stories that I mm -hmm. share. And the easiest way is just to be honest and say, guys, I'm an old dude. I need some help. Yeah. And so. But that's awesome, right? I mean, I know certainly I have a lot of problems in my writing still. So the thing about like strong verbs and weak verbs, I told you that because I had recently learned about that myself or I'd forgotten about it and relearned it because my verbs were very showy and I went back and changed them. So that's a circle of life. And like I said, keep it up. And I think you're going to get somewhere really great. Oh. That being said, I mean, was that already best advice you've ever gotten as a writer or do you have some more? So I think one of the best pieces of advice I got was to just write. Somebody, when I was first starting out, they're like, well, how are you going to, you know, I said, I got this idea. I don't know what to do. I'm like, how do I get this down? How should I plan this? And they're like, well, your story sounds pretty well thought out. You already know what you want to do and where you want to go. Just write. And they said, you know, you're going to have days where you're like, what should I do? Should I focus on this? And they, they were like, just keep writing. And so that's what I did. Like in that first month of August that I started writing, I think I wrote probably 50,000 words. Mm -hmm. And then I came back and I was like, how do I work with this? And so I kind of read it some, I was like, okay. And then I started reading little books. Like you sent me a couple of books to read. And so I've got them. I've been reading it. I've really tried to find places to go, better authors to read. And just keep learning. I think that's probably one of the other advices I got on the coast server was just keep learning. You know, there's always more out there to help you get better. And you will never stop learning. So for example, even if you're Patrick Rothfuss or George R. R. Martin or Brandon Sanderson, I think it would be folly to think that you are now done learning and there's nothing more. So George R. R. Martin, for example, he has his other problem. He's too perfectionistic. He doesn't get down and keep writing. Stephen King once said that he wishes he could write more coherently, right? Because he writes like he's still tripping on acid. I should try that. No, you shouldn't. Oh, no, I shouldn't. I got no. kids. I got to wait till they're out. I got a house. You got kids. And also this is a family-friendly stream. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Or podcast. 
And I work with teams, so I don't really. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I'm straight edge. Okay. But I think that's a pretty good thing. If you had one thing, I mean, we talked about this before, but if you had one thing that you can change or you could change in one of your stories, what would it be? You know, I think the hardest part for me looking back was I released my story a little too soon Mm -hmm. and it wasn't as polished as it should have been because I didn't understand, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I think the hardest part of when you world build is in your head, I'm like, I know exactly what it looks like. And people are like, how did you get there? What? I don't understand this. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't mention that at all. And then I'm like, and, and then I throw something else out and they're like, why is this this way? And I'm like, well, because in my world, in my head, you know, this is how it is. I'm like, crap, now I've got to find a way to go back or another way to share that. And I think that's probably one of the things I wish I would have changed or I could change. And I've started doing a little bit more. I've gone back and edited a few chapters of my previous stuff is finding out ways to actually share the world you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. You give it a broader brushstroke where people can see more of it. Not everything, obviously, because you'd have 10,000 words of nothing that pertains to what you're doing. But just to kind of say, hey, here it is. Like I had one chapter, chapter 12, where my goblin guy meets the God that sent him there meets Zolv and he's like, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense now. All those other chapters. I'm like, yeah, I hated that I had to wait 12 chapters to get there, but I wished I would have dropped a little bit more. And so learning that, you know, but at the same time, some people do that in their own stories, but for me, it's learning how to write better. So kind of like in my new story, I've been working a little bit more on that, a little bit more details here and there to spread it out and say, hey, this is kind of how it's going to be. Hey, there's, there's other races. Hey, there's, this is how the skills work. And that's like we're, we're working on a crit R, or a lit RPG. This is my first time doing it now. I'm like, how do I handle numbers? You know, how do I handle percentages? I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, not only do I have to write, but now I have to show how stuff works. And so it's oh, no. learning all those things, which is fun. Sometimes you want to like really ask yourself why. Can't just hand wave stuff. Yeah. If you're going on Royal Road Reddit, it's a lot of writers just cursing themselves for writing a system. Because it's like, well, character level's up. Time to hit my Excel sheet. (laughs) And like on mine, I think maybe every four chapters, you get a small block. Because I'm like, I don't want to see every chapter. I don't want to see a whole new level thing. And I can't imagine, I've listened to a few audiobooks, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine the guy saying all that stuff. And his strength is now 15. And his, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, we're coming. Shout out to Travis Baldry, because I've, feared if he ever gets to say intelligence or dexterity uh, he's going to get crazy but yeah i think it's actually pretty okay for him i think he's doing fine i definitely know where you're coming from though with the world building and the telling recently had a guy comment on torchbearer and say hey so what's your main character's deal like, who is she? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, she has like these like two different lives and everything's happened. And like, I'm reading through the story. And I'm like, I never mentioned any of that. Yeah. Or not like explicitly. So it gets very hard to spin all those plays at once and keep them spinning. But yes. All right. What's a book that you love and why is it awesome? Okay, so that's a hard one. I've actually thought a lot about because... 
I could throw out so many books of so many great authors uh, that I've read and I, or I'm reading. And I feel like I wouldn't do justice to half of the people out there of things that I've been following or things that I've been reading. Like right now on my Kindle, I, I've been reading the hack and slash burn series. And I really enjoy the way it's written. It's a lit RPG. I'm going to say Merchant Crab. I like the new cover. I've been following that, obviously, Dungeon Diver. I've been reading The Lone Iskia. I can't think of how to say it. The Lone Iskia Hero. I can't think of it. My brain's going to fall. Uh, Damien's? Yes. Yeah, Lone Hero. Yeah, it's Lone Hero. But then again, like, you know, obviously everybody knows the Commerce Emperor, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maxine, avoid Harold. I mean, yeah. how do you argue with some of the stuff? The programming that bog standard. I mean, when I say yeah. I read a lot. I mean, I'm blowing through all these different ones and we won't tell my wife how much you read because she hates it during the day. And she's like, what'd you do? I'm like, cleaned around the house. <laughs> Maybe I made the kids clean around the house while I read. So as we're talking by the way, there's a bright red, probably half empty Coke can standing right next to Sean. This is the one that I'm drinking this morning. This is my first caffeine of the day. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast of the Champions. So it goes, um, yeah, it's, it's right there in case my throat gets dry from talking. Mm -hmm. Those are books that, I mean, I read through so much. And part of it is when I love the stories every author has. And the other part of it is I just love learning from how they describe things. I love the different verbs. And I know that sounds funny to say that people use or the way each person might describe someone with brown hair differently. And, you know, the crumple, the frumpy, the flowing the crinkled, you know, the matted. And, and it's like all those things find a way to slowly lodge into my brain to help me be a better writer. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, so definitely got you. Um, I would like to claim I have been mildly influenced by Max Gladstone in my writing, but yeah, I'm not Max Gladstone. And, and there's a reason why, you know, those people are, as big as they are is because yeah. when you read what they write, you can and go back to world building. You yeah. can feel the world around you. You can see, you can almost taste it and smell it. Absolutely. So for example, the parfum, the, uh, the per perfume, the, the novel is a masterpiece in describing scent. Sometimes isn't even you understand how the world looks. Mm -hmm. It is just, they give you a certain feeling. And then somehow your brain makes a world out of those feelings. I think that's terrific when people manage to do that. Well, like Rashad, Rashad, however you want to say his name, the final boss, best friends. Oh, Racha. Yeah, Racha. Like, again, I'm going to butcher names, I said. <laughs> you know, his, we'll call it a horror kind of version of a lit apocalyptic you know, thing. Mm -hmm. There's times that I can almost feel like and sense and smell the descriptions that he uses of when, you know, they're puking or something's coming out or the, the essence of what's taking place. And I'm just like, man, I wish I could write like that. Man, I had that same kind of feeling when I read my own yeah. stuff or, you know. Did you read his story that he wrote about the, um, what's it called? The Dong story where he wrote about the giant chicken dude and the cook. I read that yeah, one. you got to read that. It's a short story and he kind of tacked on the isekai part. But I convinced him to cut it back out because it's such a friggin' good short story. You get to know this character and you hate him, but you also kind of like, that's such a poor dude, my man. Racha Sud with two Ds. He's really good at writing horror and making people really uncomfortable and still making you want to read it. The story's called Final Boss Best Friends. Yeah. And it is not a cozy story 
at all. Uh, that, yeah. Remember the first cover? For his book? Yeah, he had this like amazingly cute 8-bit cover of two yeah. girls sitting on yeah. a bench. And then he changed and, it. Yeah, he changed it because the cover together with the title made you think, oh, it's such a nice and cozy story. And then you're reading it and there's like zombies eating people, like taking little bites out of flesh. Yeah. The main character is like a plastic surgeon for some yeah. reason. And you're like, what the fridge is going on? Like people like getting eyeballs are bursting. Not cozy. Yeah. It's not cozy at all. Nope. Shout out to Cozy Planet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's many books you could shout out, but which one would you shout out? And why is it so awesome? You know, it's hard, but I got to show some love to the only guy that I've named a main character after, and that's obviously Dungeon Diver, you know, Stone mm -hmm. Monsters Power. There's been very few stories in a long time where I willingly shell out 10 bucks a month mm -hmm. to read ahead, you know, because if you and I go to a bookstore and we buy a book, you know, I, I can buy a book for five bucks or less and mm -hmm. with Kindle or Kindle Unlimited or any of the other series, Royal Road, Wattpad, Scribblehead, there's stories out there for free. Mm -hmm. But for me to actually say, man, I'm willing to drop some cash because I like a story that much. You know, I'm going to pick on King because he's kind of like me. We both say, man, my first chapters really were rough. Mm -hmm. But like you said, you know, he hits around chapter 60, chapter 70. His skills have improved a ton. The story takes off. And now I think we're like a hundred and I think I'm 140 or 150, something like that on his Patreon account. And I'm like, man, I love it. I literally sit there and I'm like, Message him every day. Hey, you gonna drop a chapter for me, man? Like, I'm giving you money. I mean, come on. Y'all like any more of them chapters? Yeah. Got any more of that good stuff over there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a junkie on the street. <laughs> Don't be a junkie on the street, kids. Yeah. Be a junkie at home? Is that what you're be saying? Be a junkie. Yeah. If you're listening to this, I haven't cut that out. Good. All right. So that's your shout out, your book shout out. And that's I mean, my main one. I mean, I could shout out a but that's really one of them, you know, that I really have, I've really just loved. Kay is a really cool dude. He has been nothing but supportive on our Discord. Yeah. And I think we're both very lucky to call him a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have any shout outs? Well, she's already been on the show. So there's not much of a shout out. But the only thing I'm actually reading right now between, you know, job and writing and editing and social media and marketing and podcasts and more podcast ideas and corralling people for more podcasts. The only story that I actually managed to read is Tanking Hits. The story from Dragon of Rochester. Yeah. The full, the full title is Tanking Hits. I level when I get kicked in the balls. I think because that's a hilarious. It I, is. I, I know the story. I'm like, if it's kind of like eating an art, but 10 times better. Exactly, right? It's surprisingly heartwarming. And for something that Rochester says she just puts out without much editing, yeah, it's really, really good. And I'm looking forward to f kind of getting to the end of that and then starting when Immortal Ascension fails because she edits that. And that's actually super interesting as a writer. She has four editing stages. So... She writes, and then she reads it. Then she lets it sit for a little bit. Then she redoes it, and then she does an audio edit. So she has an AI voice read it to her, see if it still sounds good, and then makes another edit after that. That is insane. And a lot of dedication to the craft. And also, 
I don't know, like it takes her like a week to edit one chapter, which makes yeah. her slow, quote unquote. But then again, she puts out th- 3,000 more chapters. Yeah. And I definitely think she deserves more love for what she does. And I'll be honest, she's done a lot of work over the years. She's got some great stuff out there. Yes. And I laugh because that's Logan of hers. I level up every time. Pause. That's always been a, a motto of mine. And this is a, this is an your, anti-drinking. Your, is, yeah. your, your motto this, is. This is an anti-drinking ad here. I'm old. Yeah. But I got a lot of friends that like beer and they're like, you should try beer. And I've probably tried like well over 200, 300 different types of beer. And yeah. I don't like any of them. Mm-hmm. Just my taste buds, you know, it's a refined person that I am. So and you're so, saying you have light butts? Yeah, yeah, I do. And so I've been all over the world. I've tried different things and I just never liked it. My buddy's like, you should just keep doing it. Eventually you'll enjoy it. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of like getting kicked in the nuts. If yeah. I get it done enough, I probably will enjoy it. I just don't want to go through the process of getting to that point. So when I heard about her book, I was like, I got to read this, man. This is so me. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great you, story. I would definitely recommend it too. Sean, you know I like you, but you do not look like an elven tank. No, yeah. I do not. It's a pretty good one. That being said, I also have to shout out Miles's book. He mentioned it in passing, Box Standard Fantasy. Yeah. Um, I got him on the show, I think, last week when this one airs. But still, I've been kind of reading through that very slowly because it is scary <laughs> a little bit. But... Which I, I think that's a, I think his, his book and the way he writes, he, again, he does a really great job. And I think we sometimes, as fantasy writers, mm-hmm. I think sometimes we get into our mindset, oh, horror stuff or, you know, scary stuff, you know, all that's, they're taking the cheap way out. And the truth is it's not to write a really good horror or a really good scary story is so much harder, I think, because you have to build up that element of suspense, that element of fear, that element of you're kind of like watching a scary movie and they do that jump scare and you know what's mm-hmm. coming, but it's still, you know, it still gets you and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And you're like, you know, how do I get away from that? So I think it's a great book too. Yeah. Writing horror is definitely not easy. Um, I don't like reading horror, but I somehow find myself writing horror, which is tremendous. Yeah. Like you said, it's a hard skill. And even the best stories, I mean, Dungeon Crawler called us horror. <laughs> if I, you're, I might have gotten the sixth book and I've started reading that too. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, I, I haven't bought the sixth book yet because the ending of the fifth just hit me so hard. I will not forgive you, Matt. I will not. I will only read that as soon as the seventh book is out and people can tell me or eighth or the series is finished and people can tell me things are going to be fine because if they aren't, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to talk to you nicely and cry a lot. Yeah. So thank you, Matt, for writing. <laughs> it's such a great, great series. It's very, uh, the idea of just the main character of Princess Donut is just so good. Man, I, I love a good toe ring filled with goo from smashing people with your bare feet because, <laughs> I mean, that... <laughs> It's, it's a great series. <laughs> it's a really good series. But I think people know it if they've listened to this podcast because they've been on railroad for a while. And that brings us to the 30-minute mark. I promised myself I would make these episodes a little bit shorter because you probably don't know this. For every hour of podcast, I spend three to four hours editing. So I need to take it a little bit slower. But there's going to be processed but unedited bonus footage on patreon 
which you should, should subscribe to because you should subscribe to his patreon you should subscribe to my patreon yes i think you might also even listen to some ads in this episode because i'm going to be recording ads on bus i'm cool with it yep we're all cool with it thank you so much for listening and thank you sean for being here oh thank you for having me it's been a lot of fun oh absolutely and now we're going to be talking behind closed doors for my bonus material for the Patreon. No, I'm just sign, kidding. Sign up, people. Sign up. Sign up, yeah. See you around. And next week, we're going to be having, I think it's going to be Benjamin Coray, author of Oh Great. I was reincarnated as a farmer and other fun stories. He's going to promote one of his new books, I think. So I hope you're looking forward to that. Goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by the Council of the Eternal Hiatus. If you're looking for a Discord server to discuss, read, or write lit RPG, this is the place for you. The server's hella queer, so everyone is welcome. You can find an invite link in the description below this episode.